there, Billy Voids. Bad start, bad step. But you know, hello, welcome to the podcast. Jesus, can't talk. You know, it's a good start when you can't talk while doing the talky thing. Do you know all talk thing? Welcome to the podcast. Random Marquez 109 12 12 18. Testing 1 2. 1 2. That's a joke for today and only for today. Testing 1 2. 1 2. STI testing 1 2 1 2. We're going to test your penis and the anus. STI testing 1 2 1 2. Well, they both came back positive. You have it all. I found out during the week there's new, new STDs. This girl sent me a link saying, here's some, here's some nice reading on a Sunday night. Four new STDs that possibly are out there. Oh, some nice reading. Some nice reading. Oh, STD in the nose could give you pneumonia or meningitis or something like that and kill your brain. Should really have read properly the article. But instead, I just read it and became afraid that I had it all. Had it all for no apparent reason whatsoever. I practice safe sex in the sense that I no longer have sex. <laughs> I no longer, I wear a, a full human glove if I do have sex. I said, a, I did a joke on Twitter the other day saying that like I'm like a candle in the sense I'm burning at both ends. I just found out I have oral and anal chlamydia. And honest to God, the amount of fucking people who responded with like, what? No. Aw, so sad. Aw. You're oversharing. Stop. Oh, don't worry about it. I did it on a Sunday night after reading that article. I think it was after reading it anyway. But anyway, the fact that people think I'd tweet that out or put it on Instagram, being serious, and it was a cry for help. Oh, no. Oh, no, Jesus. No, don't have it. You can get it. It's only chlamydia. You can get past it. You can survive. Fuck, I hated everyone. Some people were texting me. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I went to the ST dot, ST, ST SDI doctor on a Sunday fucking night at 10.30. And said, doctor, I'm burning. Burning out the ass. And I'm burning out my mouth. I'm like a candle burning at both ends. What's wrong? And he said, ah, that's funny, because you've got oral and anal chlamydia. So that candle joke was true. And I was like, oh, no, doctor. Now everyone's going to think it's true. Fuck, that annoyed me so much by people. Why are, we so, why are you so dumb? Do you believe every fucking thing you read on the internet, you fucking idiots? Sorry, but you know what? you got to be told sometimes that you're a fucking idiot. And you got to accept it and say, wow. The guy who who's, who makes jokes all the time, he made a joke. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. I Oh, fuck, I didn't realize. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck, I didn't realize he was, I didn't realize the comedian was joking. Oh, God, that makes sense now. Now that, ah, ah, now I'm using my, ah, yeah, now I get it. Now, oh, yeah, because he even has comedian in the bio, just in case someone read it and was like, is he even serious? Is the guy who's never serious been serious, though, for this one joke? Is this joke an actual real thing now? 
wait, what's happening? My world flips upside down. If you think that I put anything like that, being serious, Jesus, uh, please inform me so I can block you on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, I block your number from now on if you text me about it. I feel that's only fair. fair. You got to learn the hard way and I'll call you. I'll call you for being fucking dumb. And if you're upset about being called dumb, then you know it's true. <laughs> if you get upset about anything, then I think you're like, ah, oh, you were saying what's true. Don't say that. It's going to make me upset. So there we go. You either get upset or you don't. You either get upset by a joke or you don't. Anyway, there are four new STDs out there. So, you know, something to consider. It's a nice start to the podcast. You know, a little bit of uh, we start up top with some news, some current affairs. And then we get into the old sports. We do a bit of weather. <coughs> weather. I hate too. If, like, Kameen's hate when if they tweet something that's funny, but it's like, oh, I'm so sad. I couldn't get erect again. <laughs> And then people are like, oh, don't worry about that. You can get a pill for that. <laughs> it's like, fucking, it was a joke, you clown. I'm not tweeting about erectile dysfunction. Oh, why is everyone so dumb? <coughs> it is hard. Why do I have a cough, though? My buddy Mike gets so upset because every time he sees me, I have to clear my throat. <laughs> and he's like, this guy again, he's clearing his throat. You've got AIDS. But I'm clearing my throat and now I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's the STI in the back of my nose. Like when people who do cocaine, they have that drip from the cocaine, they cough. Who knows, people? I'm certainly not going to a doctor. <laughs> I like the way that's dude's approach. I'm not going to a doctor to be told I'm sick. I just won't go to the doctor and I won't be sick. There's logic for you. If you don't find out, then you'll never die. <laughs> Fuck, guys, are so dumb. By guys, I mean me. But I feel like that's most guys. Nah, fuck going to the doctor. Just do what we do in Ireland. If you think you have something wrong with you. Oh, I've been pissing blood. Just phone up an Irish friend. Phone up your friend Jimmy and be like, hey, Jimmy. What are you doing? Oh, you're at brunch with your girlfriend. All right, cool. Uh, Jimmy, I got a, just a little quick question. I've been pissing blood. Have you ever had that? And then Jimmy will be like, ah, oh, yeah, that's grand. No, it's just fucking just getting blood out of your system. <laughs> you're grand. That's all. Ah, sure, that happens. To, ah, that's grand. That's grand. Sure, that happens to me tomorrow. Sure, that happens to me here at brunch, you know? I was pissing, pissing blood myself here now. Now it'll be grand. And you'll be like, are you, are you sure, Jimmy? And Jimmy will be like, yeah, I'm sure. And then you're both <coughs> appeased, you're both put at ease, you're both um, content. You're like, oh, okay, okay, there's, there's more than one of me. There's more than one of me, so now I feel part of a community, and communities are safe. That's why they have Community Watch. Safeness, safeness. That's why in Ireland they had this rule before to make people who live far away, this is a rule. If you live far away, like in the middle of nowhere, out in the countryside in Ireland, they didn't want you staying at home, especially if you were a single dude. Or there's probably no single women living on the farms. Who knows? 
So instead of like, there's no taxis, so you could drive to the pub, drive to your local pub, part of the community. Community, the community. It's all about the community. And then you could have a few pints with the lads and the lasses and the sheep and whoever else was in the pub. An old cow sticks his head in daisy and says, good morning. Bad joke. But you know what happens in Ireland? I'd say a cow would walk into a pub. <coughs> I definitely saw a cow in my, by my grand's house before. There used to be like a house that was a pub and a shop and uh, the post office. And it had a phone in case you needed to make a phone call. And it had a cow. Sometimes you'd see a cow out, just out in the kitchen, the backyard, just chilling. And then also the part of the community. So then you'd have a few pints and then you could drive home and you wouldn't get drunk driving consequences. Because you're sure you're just driving on your own these country lanes. And if you kill yourself, sure, at least you had a good time. You had a good Tuesday night at the pub with the lads and the lassies and the cow. Daisy. They all had lovely time. Don't be lonely, drink and drive rule. A nice Irish community situation. Just like piss and blood. I feel like we got off to a bad start in this podcast. Sometimes I'll try and write down notes and I'll say, all right, let's keep it on the straight and narrow. <coughs> and then like a man's penis, we swerve to the left. <laughs> Swerve to the left and we detour. Do you know what I think? All right, we're, all, we're, we're gone. The notes have been thrown out. Fuck off, notes. No notes for us. I feel like testicles get a bad, get a bad rub of the shtick. Like testicles to me. Like boobs are lovely and all, but at past a certain age, boobs kind of, unless they're fake, fake boobs. Uh, unless you've great boobs, boobs look a lot like <laughs> men's testicles. They sag, they droop, they get hair on them. That could be a funny bit. Saggy, droopy, they get wrinkly looking. The nipples start looking like some ingrown hair. <laughs> oh, I'd say a woman would love that bit if I did it on stage. Love how testicles kind of look like boobs after a certain age. Make sure to send your hate mail to me about that thought. <laughs> it's a great thought that was clearly sitting in the back of my head and it all came together. It all forced its way out. And that was the whole point of this podcast all along to force out stuff for stand up. And now we're flying. All we talk about on stage is sex. Sex. It's funny, my friends like are like, oh, great, you have a new sex joke? And be like, yeah, because that's what's funny to me. Maybe I should do a sex podcast where I talk to my friends about sex. Write in, what you think? I'll call it Sex Lad. I was chatting to a girl about this, and she thought it was a great idea because she thought it would be better than me just sitting on my own talking to myself. But I could do both. could do the rambles and then do Sex Lad. And I talk to my friends about sex. <coughs> what are your kinks? When did you first have sex? What? How do you do it? Where do you put it? <laughs> Is it put in you? Thoughts on pegging. Thoughts on being a cock. Oh, so you do cock. You the cocky, the cocker, or the cocko? 
Can't believe it's a coco and not cuckoo. Cuckoo? Oh, I'd love to do some cooking. <laughs> oh, this well, this is probably podcast should be. I should stop it. Twelve minutes in, I should run my mouse over it, and then hover my finger over the delete button and say, "Should I?" And then I should. Then we should start again. But it's too late. It's too late. It's too late for us now. We're, I found out the other day I went to the doctor and he informed me that I was a cock boy. <laughs> I like the fuck boy is such a weird term to me in America. Oh, he's a fuck boy. There's a thing called a rake. I think the rake is an old fashioned fuck boy. The rake is a guy who used to get women and he wouldn't hide it. And he just loved women. And he'd go around raking up. I said to my buddy, and he was like, raking up the leaves. Rake the rake. And that's kind of like a fuck boy now. Like a, I feel like if a girl calls a guy a fuck boy, <coughs> it means that she wants to have sex with him. <coughs> but she's annoyed by the fact that he's having sex. All these fuck boys in L.A. Every girl that says that is usually a fuck girl. Or is fuck boy applicable to both? Maybe it's not um it's not male or female, it's a it's a broad term. Like I feel like when I first heard it, I was like, fuck boy, is that a priest? Is he fucking boys? What's happening here? What's going on with a fuck boy? Am I a fuck boy? No. I don't fuck boys. I'm not a priest. Although I could live a priest life. Uh, you could edit all that to make it sound dubious, but I actually mean like I could be a priest living in a monastery, reading books, living in one room. I could live in one. I could do solitary confinement. Not a bother. Not a bother. Give me some books. Oh, what's that? You're only going to feed me porridge and water? Oh, no. Some tea? Some coffee, if I'm lucky? Oh, no. That's not what I just mostly eat all the time anyways. Oh, you're going to put me in one room and be like, there's, that's your room. All you can do is read and think, oh, shit, how could I live this priest life? Because that's all I do. I live like, ever in a two-bedroom apartment on my own, and all I do is sit in one room, drinking coffee, drinking water, eating porridge, reading and writing sex jokes. And is that what priests not do? Tell me. Tell me it isn't, because bullshit. I'll call, bu- I'll swear to God, I'll come over to your house and I'll be like, Benny, that's bullshit. And then your wife, Betty, would be like, did he say Benny or Betty? And I'll say, Benny. And she'll say, okay, cool. I thought you were saying Betty bullshit. And I'll say, no. I'll say, but could you be a priest? I could be a priest. The only thing is, you can't just hook up with women. But if you could, I'd definitely be a priest. Or oh, being like Flynn. Being a stand-up is kind of like being a priest. Just up there preaching sermons. Shouting at people, people sitting, living in fear of you, very little laughter. Uh, this is my set, but it's very much like a sermon, like gospel. There's no laughter. People are in fear, fear of you up there. They're kneeling down. They don't know if they're kneeling, if they're praying, standing, they're humming. No laughter. Right, that's what I like at my shows. Little to no laughs. Confusion. 
people's reciting words along with me. Tears, a lot of tears, a lot of people asking, can we leave yet? What point is this mass stand-up show can we leave at? And eventually I start singing and everyone understands that's time for us to go. So I could definitely be a priest, I'd say. (coughs) Although the lack of... But then that's like, I feel like if you were a priest... It's like, oh, I'm married to God. <laughs> That's like you're cheating. I'm a cheater. But if anyone asks, I'm married to God. Me and God, oh, I love him. Love him. It's weird. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I devote my life to God. But homosexuality is, is banned. I devote my life to a man. But uh, it's kind of gay if you're being gay. Don't be gay. <laughs> Jeez, if you were like, I was just brought up religion so much and so deep. It's just like, ah, oh, second nature. But if you sit down and think about it, you're like, ah, come on now. Come on, come on now, come on. Come on now. I feel like religion makes more sense if you think of Jesus as God's gay son. And God isn't happy that he's gay, so he makes all those rules that aren't really rules. But, you know, his friends are like, no, you got to make them. And Jesus is like, hey, hey, everyone who wants some wine. Gays love wine. Let's make that blanket statement. Hey, we don't have that much food, but, you know, we could make it work. And then they'll be like, oh, he did it again. I don't know how he, 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 always, makes, he always makes a meal out of nothing. So you know that's what gays do. They they can make up. They can do brunch. They can do brunch like no other. <coughs> what were we talking about at all? God only knows. Jesus is gay. Gay Jesus' father only really knows. Being a priest, I remember talking about that. You know, you got to be a good Samaritan. Good Samaritan and a priest. I could do both. Although, oh, the last time I was telling my buddy the other day, the last time I was a good Samaritan. So I was at a bar one time. And uh, there was a girl there. And we were going to go to a party. I think my roommate at the time was having a party. And I was, she was like, oh, I'll come back. So I was like, all right. So we go oh i order an uber and then outside this girl is like fucking hammered and she's just like getting into my uber and your man's like no this is not for you and she's like it's my car it's my car and i was like no this is my car it's my uber and she was like yeah fuck off it's mine and she just sat in the back and i was like here this is my car but then i realized she was hammered and i was like oh for fuck's sake so I asked where she lived <coughs> and was close to where I was going. So she was like, I was like, all right, look, we'll just bring her home and then we'll drop her off. Me and this other girl will drop her off and then we can keep the Uber going back to mine. Because she was hammered and I was like, oh, I've been that drunk. Let's help some fucker out. So we're going back. And I'd known this girl from being in the bar, but like I never really spoke to her, so I just knew her to see. Um, she was a slop, too. She was like a slop bucket. How fucking wasted she was. So, like, 
I feel I was being extra nice because she was just like, like a fucking mucus or something. So we bring her back to her apartment and we're like, all right, this is you. And she's like, ah. On the way back, she starts telling the other girl that was there. She was like, don't have sex with him. (laughs) Just growling that uh, he's not a good guy. Don't have sex with him. (laughs) And I was like, all right, we're not. We're just going back to this party, my apartment. Don't have sex with him. He's not a good guy. So we get to her place. And I'm like, just ready to be like, all right, fuck it. We got you home. It's on you now. I even found like her, she dropped her wallet on the ground outside the Uber and I picked it off. I, I was like, motherfucker, why is she saying all this shit? I find it, yeah. Never spoke to her either, which is the best part. Um, an unfounded hatred for me. So then, drop it to her place and she's fucked. And the Uber driver's like, yeah, she's got to get out. And I'm like, you got to get out. And I'm like, she can't even fucking walk. And the other girl's like, let's just bring her to the, her place. <clears throat> so I'm like, where do you live? And she starts pointing in there. And I was like, all right. And the Uber driver's like, all right, I'm going to leave, though. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's just get her in and then sort it out. So we fucking carry this girl over my, like, drapes around my shoulder almost. And I'm carrying her up the stairs into the elevator up to her apartment and uh she's all the way up she's like you're a fucking asshole <laughs> to me while i'm hella she's like you're fucking asshole you're fucking asshole and at one point i stopped and i was like fucking hell you're a real asshole huh you're an absolute disgrace of a slap bucket asshole she's just like i know i don't like you i was like all right so we get to her door the girl gets her keys out of her jacket and uh, bring her in. And I'm just like, all right, let's just dump her on the couch, turn her on her side. Fuck it, we're gone. So we put her on the couch, turn her on her side. And as we're walking out the door, she just sits up and she's like, hey. <laughs> and I was closing the door. I was like, what? She's like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> and then just collapsed back down and passed out. She's still alive. Um, that's when I was like, you know, being a good Samaritan is it worth it? Well, it was in that case because I stole her credit cards, bought myself some nice jackets, some nice shirts. I was like, if she's going to hate me, might as well give her a reason to fully hate me. Um, so is it worth being a good Samaritan? I don't know. I haven't seen her, uh, I don't think, ever again since. I know she's alive, though, because I asked my buddy, and he's like, yeah, she doesn't remember that night. And I was like, ah, well, I do. Well, I do. I remember it well. I remember it well. Is it worth being a good Samaritan? I still remember the time I was young. And I saw this old lady that I used to see all the time getting off the bus. And she was struggling with bags. And I asked if she wanted a hand. And she didn't hear me. And I asked again. And then I didn't want to freak her out because it was dark. And I didn't ask a third time. And she struggled home. And then she died soon after, just of old age. But, you know, I, I still think about that time. 
good Samaritan. And that every Sunday night that'll pop into my head and I'll be like, this girl calling me a fucking asshole while I'm helping her. And I'll be like, nah, just think of the old woman. <laughs> think of the old dead woman. That's what I like to think about. Um, <laughs> I remember. Oh, this is a. W- I I like the way the brain is so dumb. Like I definitely had said it before about some magazine growing up. What was it? F F H M or something? H and M? I can't remember. Men's health. They were like, ah, oh, during sex. Think about something else so you don't orgasm quickly. And I used to think about, what can I think about? <laughs> My buddy's like, ah, just think of like granny or something. Think of your gran having sex. You're like, what? They're like, yeah, if it, I think about my gran. It makes me last longer. And you're like, uh, I know that knowledge in my in my head. And you're just having sex, and the next minute your grand pops into your head like, Hi, hi, Mark. <laughs> you're like, oh, great. Super, super. We're talking about sex one more time, but also now we're having sex, and my grand has popped into my head. Super, grand in the head. Nice. Nicely done. Thank you for that. Instead, I used to think about maths. That's how I became so good at maths. 2 plus 2 is 4. 4 plus 4 is 8. 8 plus 8 is 16. 16 plus 16 is 32. I used to do that during sex. And you, oh, you'd, you'd last a long time. And now I think of a problem where I have to have sex for 5 hours. Get up to an infinity number. And then, um, then I orgasm. I just thought of this other time. A girl during sex was like, oh, say my name. Which is a weird thing to say, but you know, people say weird things during sex. Um, and then I was like, oh shit, I only know her Instagram handle. <laughs> What's her real name? I only know her as Sugar Tits 4. <laughs> okay, Sugar Tits 4. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's that's this. I was going to say, that's the spot. That's the spirit. <laughs> Sugar tits. Imagine you said that during sex. Ah, oh, that's the spirit. One time after sex in Ireland, the girl was like, ah, oh, that was a lovely attempt. <laughs> Did you have fun? Ah, oh, yeah, that was a lovely attempt. Good work. You tried your best. Tried your best and you didn't pass, but <laughs> you know, you tried your best. I didn't really think there was a fail or a pass in this life exam, but you failed. I blame it all on the fact that I say, I blame a lot of who I am on the fact that I lost my virginity while standing in a puddle of mud. I feel like that has played a huge part in my life. If, uh, if I could trace it all back, it would all start around there, standing in mud against the wall. It was raining in my white jeans, my black turtleneck, making love against the wall to an older lady. <laughs> And all her imagine I was like fourteen or fifteen, she was thirty-four. <laughs> Making love to this older woman who was married. Um no, she was like eighteen and I was about fourteen, I think. Is that creepy? I don't know. It's probably not creepy because I was a guy. I was a guy making love. It's never as creepy. 
never as creepy. But you know, here we are now, single. I feel like <coughs> I did a tweet during the week too that like guys should pay their girlfriends just for making them better people. Because <laughs> like, and people went mental about it. They're like, oh, what the fuck is it? We do, we pay for it. I just meant a one-time payment. Be like, ah, oh, here, look. Because of you, dear girlfriend, I I dress better. That's a hundred percent fact. I now dress much better. I used to dress like all my clothes were found. Like I found found it either in the closet, I found it on the street. I don't know, as a straight single straight man, I dress like I found clothes anywhere and everywhere. Down an alley found these cords, this brown denim jacket and this oversized sweater i just found it but now you told me no you you taught me how to dress i'm no longer a prick i used to be a big prick but you know you've mellowed me out you've made me realize that uh i gotta be i gotta stop hating women because <clears throat> that's weird because like i want to have sex with women but i hate them it's very odd that thing that i do or I hate women, but I, I love them, and I just can't get them, so I hate them. You told me, no, that's bad. Brian, stop it. And Brian, he did stop it, and now Brian dresses better. And he's less, uh, he's he's not as angry as he used to be. Anyway, for all those reasons, I would be like, because if you think about it, if a guy, I don't know any guy that's gone out with a girl and has become worse of a person. And that's even saying, I know a guy that went out with a girl and they started doing heroin together and he's still a better person than he was before. <laughs> like, that's how... It should just be like, ah, oh, here's like, look, I just want to thank you and just give her a payment. One-time payment. Thank you. I should have been going to therapy all these years. I know I shouldn't have used you as... Uh, as It should have been on me. But, you know, I was clueless. I was clueless. Men are clueless. And women be like, oh, it's not our prerogative. I know it's not, but I'm just saying as a thank you, men should be like, here, Tiffany, thank you for helping me. Although I don't know if a girl named Tiffany will help you. Who knows? Is that harsh in Tiffany's? Uh, maybe, maybe not. But it should be like one, thank you for making me a better person. Um, maybe dollar too. You know, it could be slightly. Used to be wild, used to be crazy, but you know, now he's doing heroin and heroin and chilling. It's annoying to me when people in LA still think like they'll say they're doing weed. Oh yeah, smoking weed, like it's edgy. It, like do heroin, that's edgy. Like smoking weed is not impressive. That's like me being like, ah, oh, after I'm gonna go home after work now. I'm gonna have a nice glass of Smirnoff Ice. You know, I fucking, I, um, I'm I'm an edgy. I'm edgy with my smear and ice or my mic's hard lemonade, whatever that bullshit's called. <coughs> heroin, that's how you impress someone. What are you up to doing some heroin? Everyone's going to be like, oh, that's impressive. I still wouldn't know. Like I, I used to live with a, my, one of my roommates used to do heroin. I had no idea. People are like, how would you have no idea? Because, like, in Ireland, that's not a thing. The only people in Ireland, I think, anyway, at when I was there, growing up, were, like, a certain part of Dublin that was rough as fuck and it was just homeless people. You'd be like, oh, yeah, they do heroin. But anyone else, you'd be like, what? You're just drinking. 
maybe ecstasy. I don't know. There's no one doing heroin. So that's why in LA, if you're like good looking and making money, living in West Hollywood, you're like, wait, these these aren't heroin people. But then you realize heroin uh, takes uh, holds no prisoners. Especially because I used to make excuses. Like I used to buy spoons to eat porridge because there was no spoons in the apartment and spoons would go missing. I'm like, where the fuck are the spoons? And I'd ask the people living there and they're like, oh, we don't know. And then I found a spoon and it was like all black, like burnt. And then like, like heroin never came into my mind. I was like, was uh, did you put the spoon in the microwave? What happened to it? And they were like, oh yeah, that's it. It was in the microwave. Or someone, one time there was like a needle in the car and I was like oh are you diabetic is this for insulin what's happening they're like oh yeah that's it I'm diabetic I almost passed out driving one time and I was like whoa I didn't realize you were an insomniac too diabetic and insomniac and you burn spoons oh you should you should get more sleep you wow you should do that instead of almost swerving off the road and killing us you should get more sleep go on and get more sleep and only until I found the person on my bathroom floor, kind of passed out, needle, heroin, spoons. I was like, there, that's my spoons. Oh, what's happening here? Ah, no, it all makes sense. But otherwise, I wouldn't have a clue. Too busy relaxing with my edgy glass of Smirnoff ice. Smirnoff ice. Chilling like a real, like a real bad man. <coughs> a real bad man. I heard this girl the other day and she was like telling her friend about this date she went on. Speaking of bad men. And the date, the dude showed up and he didn't look like his pictures apparently. And she was so upset. She was like, oh my God, get the fuck away from me. And the guy's like, well, come on, let's just have a drink. We're here. He must have been way older than his pictures. Which I feel he should have got. I don't know. Unless he was like. I do know a dude. I half think it's a dude I know who lies. He dyes his hair. Isn't it weird like that you can fly to fucking Mars? Not fly to Mars, but they're sending people to Mars. But you can all, as we don't have technology where you're like, ah, oh, good hair dye. <laughs> it's never a thing. It's always like, ah, oh, he dyes his hair instantly, straight away. Within like half a blink, you know, oh, yeah, that's that's hair dye. I feel the same. I feel like Ireland's letting the country, the world down. That we haven't created a fucking hangover cure. Besides booze more. But like an actual cure. Booze more. But it's making me sadder and more depressed. Nah, it's not. It'll make you happy for a split second. Good call. I feel like we should. Come on, Ireland. Come on, Irish people. Come on, people better than me. You can do it. Anyway, she was so upset with the dude that he was like not like his pictures and she was he was ugly and i think she was embarrassed by the ugliness <coughs> which is fair always fair you always embarrassed by ugly people like if you saw if i well no not for you if i see an ugly person reading a book i'll be like oh yuck if i see a beautiful woman reading the book i'll be like wow i love reading <laughs> i love reading Beauty, beautiful woman reading the book. Wow, I love reading. Ugly person reading the book. Oh, yuck. Get away, losers. Get away, you ugly, ugly 
three cotton fuckers. I hope people think that's serious now too. They'll be like, oh, oh that's harsh. But uh, the dude wouldn't leave. He was like, come on, I'll just order a drink. And she was like, you fucking better go. And she, he's like, why? And she's like, it's you're fucking ugly. And then she told her friend she threatened to call the police if he didn't leave. And I think she like dialed 911 and he left. So she was going to phone the police on a guy because he was ugly. Which, you know, is a nice L.A. thing to happen. 911, what's what's your emergency? Ah, this ugly fucker showed up in the date. He showed up and, you know, he's, he doesn't look like his pictures and he's got ugly. And 911 will say, oh, there's a squad, there's a helicopter, six cars on the way to save you. Oh, that's horrendous. We're, we're sorry. No one should have to go through this. And the girl's like, I know, I knew it. Bad man, bad man showing up ugly. Don't ever show up ugly to it. I saw another dude the other night at a bar. And um, it was like on Wednesday, it was pissing rain. And I think there was a girl in a wheelchair outside smoking in the like patio area. And a dude was trying to chat to her, chat her up. And he like, he knelt down to, <laughs> to chat her up. And he was kneeling in a puddle of water. <laughs> Talking to the girl in the wheelchair. Like, oh, do you have a light? <laughs> kneeling in a puddle. In a puddle, like a fucking idiot. I'd love if you knelt down. He was like, oh, do you have a light? And she gave him a light. And he's like, so, you know. Just so you know, I don't see color. I love when people say that. I don't see color. We're all humans. <laughs> really? You don't see color. We are all humans, but like, there's different colors. I don't see color and I don't see wheelchairs. We all, they're all legs. Even if you don't have them, I'll still see them. And if she was just like, ah, oh, yeah, that's my boyfriend over there standing up in the corner. I'm good. Because he walked away a couple of minutes later and he's with his wet knees, went into the bar. Mr. Good Guy didn't get the girl. Mr. Good Guy finished last. Should have called the police on him. I remember my buddy one time. He didn't realize that he was making out with a girl in a wheelchair at a club. And then I was in the same club and we were like, um, we there was a girl sitting on my lap. I wonder why a lot of my a lot of my Irish stories have like uh, me wearing white jeans. <laughs> this girl was sitting on my lap at a like a disco. That's what they call it in Ireland, disco. And it was like, oh, she feels very turned on, very turned on indeed. And it was dark, and she was like my friend's cousin. So we kind of like she left, and then they left. Oh no, she left with him, and they went home. And then I went home. We went to get some, like, chicken and chips afterwards. It's kind of a rainy night, so we didn't hang around. There was no hanging. We just left home. In the morning, my mom was like, uh, your white jeans, did you spill ketchup on them? And I was like, no. And then she came in and showed me, and I was like, oh, that's a lot of ketchup. That's a lot of ketchup on on the area that the girl was sitting on my lap. The girl had her period on my lap while I was wearing 
white jeans. Why the fuck didn't we notice this, lads? And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's ketchup. Ah, oh, yeah, we went to Hillbillies after. Spilt it all over me. Spilt blood all over. I mean, spilt ketchup all over me pants. Don't know why that story popped up. There you go. Maybe it's time. I think about doing... I'm on my phone too much. Maybe that's it. I was just reading a text, but I was distracted, and that that story came out on my phone. I think we're all phone addicted, but no one, people are starting to say it now. But I'm like, ah, maybe if I start doing meth, it'll distract me from my phone. It's a good plan. I'm gonna do a social media detox. Ah, oh, great plan. What are you gonna do? Ah, uh, you know, I'm gonna fucking do some meth. Gonna fuck myself up nicely doing some meth, <laughs> and then you know. Um, you know, hopefully that'll help me kick kick the problem. Because like people in LA, especially, you see girls being like, "Oh, I'm so sick of uh, been on the phone. I'm gonna do a social media detox. You won't see me for a while. Goodbye." And then two hours later, guys, I just want to say, doing the social media detox was one of the best decisions in my life. It's going great. I haven't thought about my phone that much at all. It's 4 p.m. I posted I was leaving at 2 p.m. Goodbye, guys. See you again soon. And then there's a photo of their ass while they're feeling sad for uh, for Malibu burning. Oh, we should end with a sex poem. And then we're done. Then we're done, I'd say, people. I was at an audition the other day. I was kind of bored, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I... To like auditions, I hate auditions to be honest because I go on these commercial auditions and it's just bullshit. Um, but they pay money, they pay a lot of money, some of them. And I was like, all right, 10 grand, I'll go along and see that. Um, and <coughs> oh, one audition, I was like, I wonder if I can write a sex bomb here. If you don't know what sex bombs are, a lot of people in LA started posting half naked pictures of themselves in Malibu. Sometimes they were naked, being like, oh, so sad for Malibu. I can't believe it's burning all the fires. And it was ridiculous because they were being serious. So I decided to be serious too. And as a writer, I was like, how can I express my sorrow and sadness for Malibu, which is up in flames? So I started writing pornographic poems of sex stories. And then people loved them. So I kept writing them. And I was at this audition, and I was like, I'm just going to write one here, because it's full of annoying fuckers. And I was like, let's see if I can do a poem here. And as I was doing it, I was like, oh, no. The poem has turned me on. And now I'm getting called into an audition. And I had to go to an audition. You know, you're <laughs> turned on in an audition. And you know, when you're a man and you're turned on, sometimes you can't hide it. Sometimes it's just, there she blows. What's that in your pants, Mark? Microphone. <laughs> I'm a priest. I'm a priest and I stand up and I carry my microphone everywhere. Just to keep me chilled. And they'll be like, ah, makes sense. Can you do the audition? Nah. All right, cool. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you kindly. Right, I'm going to read one sex poem and then we're done people if you want to hear more sex poems don't forget to donate to Venmo Marquez 1 number 1 Marquez number 1 
pay my rent and you'll get more sex poems. I'm going to read this and then we're done. Because the coffee's wearing off and I've been talking about sex too much. Am I, am I a deviant? What's happening? All right. Sex poem. Army green jacket. Meet me for a drink. You text me. I like to, I feel like I'm reading these with the wrong, uh, in, inclination. No, not inclination. What the fuck's the word? The wrong, in, ah, oh, in, it's not inclination. It's not inflation. It is, come on, brain. Come on, you dirty fucker. What's, I'm going to have to Google. What's, I like when I, I'm going to Google it. What's it called? I like to hear first, what's it called to be sexually attracted to yourself? What's in the box? What's inside? What's in the sky? What's in a name? What is it called to be sexually attracted to yourself? Masturbating? A demisexual? Oh, did we do this before? I feel like we did. Ah, yeah, we did. What's it called when you say a word different? I can't even fucking think and talk. And type at the same time. Three things, too many. That's why you should never invite me to your orgy. Or your threesome. Um, oh, f- uh, Alright. I'm not going to find it, so I'm just going to read it. It's going to annoy me. Army Green Jacket. Meet me for a drink. You text me. You don't even drink, but you need one. Okay, let's booze, I reply. You must be sad. Malibu is burning. Worse every day. An earthquake in Alaska, too. So sad. We meet at a bar by my place. Out of vodka and sodas and wait. You walk in looking chic. Black pants, black turtleneck, army green jacket. I like your necklace, you hot model. We drink and chat and laugh. Your lips are beautiful. I like being around you. Your eyes, they light up. We talk and drink and kiss. You're sitting closer to me. I'm fucking wet, you say in my ear. Then feel for my cock. I feel like I said, I'm fucking wet there, aggressive. I'm fucking wet. You smile when you feel how hard I am for you. I want you to taste me, you say. Let's go. We Uber to mine. We kiss and feel and get lost. You're fucking beautiful. I like kissing you. We kiss in the kitchen and you turn around. You want to be spanked. Your ass is so nice. I spank you through your pants more, you say. I spank again. I want you naked, I tell you. You laugh when you see two plums on my counter. You take them and walk to my bedroom. I watch as you undress and on your hands and knees. And get on your hands and knees wearing just your red thong. You know what you're doing. Spank me, you tell me. Then put a plum in your mouth. I strip to my boxers and kneel behind you on my bed. I look at you in the mirror. Fuck, you're unreal. Such a hot fucker. You're on your hands and knees, plumbing your mouth, waiting to be spanked. I rub your right ass cheek and spank, hearing you moan. I rub and spank again, harder. You moan again, juice running down your chin. I spank your ass harder and you moan and bite on the plum. Your ass is red already. Your mouth is filled with plum juice as I spank your left ass cheek. I can feel how wet you are through your red tongue. It's soaked. I peel it down your thighs and slide it off your legs. Your pussy looks beautiful. So pink and tight and wet. I kiss your red ass cheeks and your thighs. You moan hard on the plum as I taste your wet pussy. Fuck, you taste so good. It's like a strawberry. Your moaning and arms are shaking as I lick your pussy and play with your clit. It's throbbing and you keep getting wetter. My mouth is sliding inside as I look at us in the mirror. Your mouth is dripping with juice. You bite on the plum and start to come as my tongue is deep inside you your legs and arms shaking as you moan from me you're a good girl fuck me you say fuck me 
My cock is throbbing for you. You turn around and look at me. You're beautiful. Your sexy lips. You throw the plum to the side and pull me close. I slide inside you as we kiss. Fuck, you feel amazing. Your pussy is so wet and warm on my cock. Choke me, you say, as I fuck you. I squeeze your neck and look in your eyes as as my cock slides in and out of your soaked pussy. Your mouth stays open and you gasp, then bite your bottom lip. You're a good girl. You grab my wrist to squeeze harder. Fuck, you're unreal. I start to come as you look me in the eye, shooting deep inside you. Your eyes light up as you feel me come hard. You smile and grab my ass, push me inside even more. My body's on top of you, pressing against your hard nipples. I came, but you still have me rock hard. We keep fucking slowly grinding deep inside you. Cock rock hard, pussy dripping wet. You reach for the other plum and take a bite, then kiss me. Eat it out of my ass, you say, looking at me with a smile. Fuck, Malibu's burning. It's sad, but fuck it. I'm eating a plum out of your ass. <laughs> there you go. Some lovely, lovely, uh, lovely words. Lovely words. Jeez, that was long. All right. Enjoy the poems. You know what you would need if you want to do if you need more. My mouth is dry from the coffee and no water. All right, that's it. Goodbye, good duck. Hit me up on Instagram at the Marquez, Snapchat, Trickadoo, Twitter, Trickadoo. Go read my books. Go, um, I don't know. Oh, go write a review on M- or Twitter. No, what the fuck? iTunes. Write a podcast review. Give it five stars. Spread the words. Spread the joy. I might do more. Might do a sex podcast too. Let me know your thoughts. Your thoughts and concerns. This is a lot of talking. Alright. Until next time, people. Guanch or Guduk. 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 Guduk.